Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. This week on the podcast, I have a little sit down with our good friend Michael Hurst, or as some of you punk rock fans out there may know, Mikey Hurst of Ruckus Post. Uh, Michael and his guys, Edgar and Nick, started Ruckus six years ago this week. So congratulations to them. We talk about that, how uh, they they came to find this place in the ashes of Technosonic. Um, we talk a little punk rock music, a little punk rock content, their ethos as a company, um, and Michael's evolution into becoming president of the Ad Club recently. So enjoy my conversation with one of the true gentlemen of this town, Michael Hurst. So, got away from it. That's cool. All right. So, how long has this place been open? We have been open since uh, 2010, August 2010. Wow. Yeah. So, six six years. years Right now. This is your six. Are you having a party? A week ago. You had a party a week ago. Was uh, the official anniversary. Wow. Yeah, but we have not done a party. Okay. Talking about a party uh, every day. Everyone's (laughs) hearing me say it, so that means a party's coming. Oh, good. So if you're out there listening in podcast land, you'll probably be getting an invite to the Rocket Six anniversary party at some point. Absolutely. You have a beautiful space. This is an amazing space. Thank you. And from the, I remember you guys were in the space up on Fort Washington and 15th, something like that. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah it was the uh, monkey building. Yeah, and now this is amazing. So look, you've grown. Right. It's like we, all grown up down here. We got out of the dorm, <laughs> <laughs> and now we've moved into an actual yeah. uh, you know, brick yeah. and mortar that feels official. Yeah. All that's that. funny. And so what, it's funny because what I wanted to talk about with this is you know, there's lots of creative people out there, and everyone wonders what it's like to start their own thing, no matter what it is. It's you're starting your creative entity. If you're a writer or an art director out there, maybe it's a small boutique agency. If you're an editor, shooter, you know, into this side of it, it's your own production place or post. And, and you guys at some point made this decision to do this thing six years ago. Right. Right. And so what was, where were you at? What was that like? What was the, when, when did it hit you like, oh, yeah, let's just do this crazy thing? Right. Well, sometimes I feel like our story is unique, but yeah. you talk to people and find out it's not all that uh, unique. So yeah. myself, Nick and Edgar, who are my other business partners, yep. we were at Technosonic Studios. Yep. Yeah. So they're both uh, editors, visual artists, and we're at Technosonic Studios mm-hmm. together. And um, Technosonic Studios closed, mm-hmm. as many people in the industry knows. Yeah. And basically, right then and there, that it was, was it. like, oh shoot, what are we going to do? <laughs> so it was. So you either- guys had no plan on leaving. If they would have stayed open, you would have been there forever. There, that's right. There was not a plan to start our own thing. Um, personally, I was always kind of had it in my mind that. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, when I turn 40, I want to own my own business. And that was just something that was in my head. Um, This ruckus happened 10 years earlier than that. And it wasn't like a thing of, oh, yeah, you know, there's tons of planning went into it or anything like that. It was kind of just like we can either go work for people. Um, We all independently had job offers or we can try it ourselves. And we went for it. That's cool. Yeah. And do you remember where you three were at? 
like at a coffee shop, a bar, a in Technosonic's back room as they're moving stuff out, or where was? Yeah, it? I mean, I'd love to say it was like some cool spot, like the Mud House or something, yeah. but we're in Starbucks. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we we met at Starbucks a, a lot um, yeah. when we were trying to figure it out. It felt like um, it felt like six months, and it was you know less than a month. Mm-hmm. So. Technosonic closed July twenty third, two thousand ten. Ruckus opened August fifteenth, two thousand ten. Wow! So, so literally it took less a month. than a month. And, okay, so how how would you go? How did you go about doing that? Like, is it a scramble for space, equipment? Like, who did all that? How did you? You kind of knew that all of the above. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. Right. Um, Started Nick calling and, people. Like, how do I do Edgar this? Didn't know anything about it. Um, yeah, we kind of we we knew that we needed a space. So we yeah. started looking at a space right away. We saw actually the space that we're talking in right now. Okay, and it was just too much for us to afford at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, kind of had our eye on it always. That's funny. Um, but then we looked at the space down at the Monkey Building. It worked perfectly. We knew that we needed two suites yep. and an office for myself yep. and a little bit of a reception area. Yeah. So that's how we ended up yeah. in there. And y'all just threw in cash. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So we did not, um, yeah, we did not pay ourselves, you know, for the first I think six months. Yeah. We were just kind of, you know, some of us were running ourselves into debt <laughs> um, <laughs> and just kind of doing what we had to do. We got a little bit of money, um, and when I say a little, I mean a little, yeah. um, just for some initial startup costs, yeah. and that was really um, how we started things up. And, and you just lease all the equipment? Yeah, well, it's just all. Yeah, so we, it seems like that seems like a capital investment in this business, right? Like a huge amount of money. That's right. Um, yeah. I will say that we were in a unique uh, position for that because yeah. Technosonic Studios um, was owned by yeah. Nick Strutz's father. Ah, yeah. So you know, we we're able to kind of um, more or less go through there, pick out things that we needed, yeah, yeah. have uh, before the auction even happened. Gotcha. So that was nice. That is cool. So yeah. you had a few things to get going. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's another investment that we had, you know, we yeah. needed that. Um, and we kind of all realized like we're in this situation that sure it seems horrible at the moment. We all just had our jobs, um, just, you know, go from a yeah. hundred to zero Yeah, and we we're like, you know what? We can make the most of this. Yeah. It was a unique opportunity. It was a horrible time for the economy. Yeah, because yeah, um, this would have been the economy's not good in 2010. No, it's not good. Right? It's not. It may good. have bottomed out in 2010. Like yeah. it crashed in 2008, but by 2010, in this town, in this business, I mean, I don't. I remember that probably being the lowest point for, and I was at momentum at the time, just from a business standpoint, losing client standpoint. You know, it was dark. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I and and we had the opportunity to yeah. work with you in yeah, our yeah. first year. Um, yeah, yeah. And and we were kind of all talking about that. Like, yeah. I remember there's a lot of pitching going on. Yeah. Budgets so, were very constrained at the time. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was not the right time to start a business. <laughs> right. Um, but the cool thing about starting a business then is you really only had up to go, um, and so. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking to to banks, I remember, um, and asking them for loans, of course, and all kinds of stuff. And they're just like, you don't have any kind of history. You know, what are you thinking? (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. I know. Banks are awesome that way, right? Well, and it's 2010. It's not like they were just handing them out like they used to. Yeah, it's Um, the most constrained credit, you know, in the history of mankind, right? And you're out there trying to... 
hustle up to get some loans for sure. And they're exactly. like, no. Yeah, and 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 I guess um, getting back to your original question yeah. of kind of like how did we know uh, what to do? We didn't. <laughs> um, you know, I, I talked to some mentors of mine. Yeah, uh, one mentor being Tom Newcomb, who's oh, yeah. a DP, yep. who's really well respected. Yep. Um, still a, a mentor to this day yep. and a great friend. Yep, and a terrific um, shooter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know? And he he kind of. Helped me out a little bit. He's yeah. like, "Well, I think you need to do this and this," but you know, he wasn't too sure either. He hadn't yeah. started his own business. Yeah, um, I knew that I needed to go down to City Hall, so right. I kind of just started at City Hall and, and said, "How do I do this?" Yeah, I was like, you know, hey, I'm trying to start a business, and I just got kicked around from one office to the other and spent maybe. I don't know, a couple of weeks. Um, getting occupancy permits and licenses and tax IDs and all that stuff? That's right. Getting yeah. getting official, basically. Yeah. Getting all set up. Um, I also had meetings with some of the people who were at Technosonic that were doing HR, for instance, or the bookkeeping yeah. and all of that type of stuff. And they gave me just these crash courses of how to do that because we had – we had like two jobs that went from Technosonic into Ruckus right. immediately. Yeah. And with those two jobs, um, you know, I'm being asked for, I remember the first time I was asked for, um, you know, a PO was yeah. sent to me. Yeah. I'm like, what the what hell is do this? I do with this thing? It's a PO. <laughs> what do I do with this? Right. For those of you who don't, do not know, yeah. it's a purchase order. Right. Um, you either sign it or you keep it for your records yeah. and you put the purchase order number on the estimate and invoices, yeah. which were all things that I had to, you know, <laughs> figure that out. Figure out. Exactly. We, um, we're working out of like Excel for our forms. I mean, it, it was pretty pretty dirty. Yeah. Um, it was eighty hour work weeks mm-hmm. the first year. Mm-hmm. I got walking pneumonia. Um, oh, two weeks into the business, I wrecked on a Vespa and was oh. out of business. Out of I couldn't work for two weeks. Oh my god! that girl holding like down what? the shop. Yeah. I think maybe you were there yeah. with them yeah. <laughs> or something. The very I mean, beginning. It was just ridiculous. Like, oh, my god! But it was also so much fun. I mean, we had a blast our first year. Mm-hmm. The three of us, um, yeah, I remember the first time we got a check, and yeah. we just went straight to the bar, and it was like, we're done working for the day. <laughs> like, let's go. That's awesome. And, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't pay ourselves with any of it, but right. at least we were able to have a drink and, you know, put it in the bank and yeah. – um, I think it was probably, and I'm very proud of this. I think it was, um, it really was like six months. We were out of the red into the black. Okay. So we, so it we took six months in the darkest economy. Right. Yeah. And you guys figured it out. That's good. And boy, and you had a couple jobs, so that's good. Like it wasn't yeah, totally yeah. like, Oh, right. And I had a yeah. book of business, yeah, that, a little I, bit of business. that I had from, uh, Technosonic and, um, Joe Stroot, who was my counterpart at Technosonic, okay. he gave me his book of business okay. and was just like, here you go, you know, go for it. He he actually was getting out of the uh, industry. Just was done. Yeah, yeah. He, he was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to do something else at this point, um, which he's gone on to have a very successful career. But um, he was nice enough to give me all of his contacts and – that first year, it was just you know feet on the street, yeah. knocking on doors, getting e blasts out. Yeah. Um, what else were we doing? I mean, we did, had a couple of did things. You, were you just calling all the agencies in town, introducing yourself? 
right? Yeah, and I, or, you know, I had been doing that for yeah. two years yeah. with Technosonic. So you, yeah. That was your job anyway. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think the one of the big differences uh, with Ruckus is all of a sudden I kinged myself uh, executive producer, <laughs> which you know, I like I that. Kinda wanted when it's cool your place, <laughs> fucking give yourself the title. Right. I kind of wanted a cool title, right? Totally. Um, but what I didn't factor <laughs> in is that when you give yourself a title like that, people expect you to, <laughs> to uh, do the work. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that kind of came over time, which was pretty interesting. Um, Part of the my thinking behind that at the time was that at Technosonic, my predecessors in my position mm-hmm. had that title. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a natural step in, for production companies. Totally. If you're selling, you better know how to produce totally. as well. Um, and I kind of went into it more with uh, I knew how to sell. Um, I have a background a little bit in, in the game. I've actually edited some things that no one will ever see. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you conceptually understand the process. There you go. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And then um, the producing has much more been, again, backwards of, of really getting into it and learning it and all yeah. that type of stuff to the point where when you're living, breathing, eating it every single day, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, now all of a sudden I'm an executive producer. Yeah, yeah. So it happened. Yeah. It just took it a little because while. because it needed to be done. Exactly. So exactly. you're all of a sudden, yeah, you're running budgets for things and estimates and costs and yeah, calling yeah. people and figuring out you and getting streets closed and all that stuff. Right, exactly. And, like, and kind of use- we're the new kids on the block, yep. right? There was a lot of that going on. Yep. There was um there was an article in um uh, I think it was what was it? It was it was online. It was um it was something similar to egotist mm-hmm. where basically they were saying like, oh it was agency spy and it was okay. like ten 10 agencies to watch. And we made that list. How to this day, I still don't know how we got put on that list, but that helped us a ton right in the very beginning to be able to say to people like, Hey, look, we're on this list. list. Someone thinks we're cool (laughs) and that we're doing the right thing. So, um, you know, basically we, you know, the work kind of spoke for itself. We kept doing good work and that's, at the end of the day, we knew that we had a foundation yeah. of, of quality work. Yeah. I knew that Nick and Edgar were solid and that I could sell them yeah. all day long. Yep. So then it was just, yeah, kind of more figuring out the whole how to run a business, that type of stuff, mm-hmm. which I still do to this day. Yeah, you still got to figure it out six years later. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. I'm still learning for totally. sure. Um but at the same time, um, I, I feel like, and I tell I tell everyone this, it's it's mainly I feel like I'm taking hats off, mm-hmm. and it's like making life less stressful. It's like okay, we can bring someone on at this point to do that thing that I was doing that was keeping me yeah. in the office later, and same with Nick and Edgar and yep. all that type of stuff. And that's really what I see is like the growth of a business yeah. is you try and do that. You try to retain all the business that you have. And then you're also trying to constantly get new grow business. and yep. get new business. And that's kind of the, the main thing of it. If I can just put it all in a yeah, nutshell, yeah. what's uh, where'd the name come from? Uh, Edgar came up with the name. Um, and basically, was it like naming a band? Was it super hard and you guys were like back and forth or did they come pretty quick? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, the three of us just kind of sitting there, um, saying different words and 
we kind of were talking about we're like we don't want to be a verb because we just thought that that was yeah. more played out. Yeah, yeah, I, you said it, not me, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we were like that's kind of played out. Yeah. Um, we had some people who are like, please don't be a verb. Um, <laughs> so then we were thinking about it, and all of a sudden, um, Edgar just said to us, he's like, "What is rucus?" And then. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, Edgar's Puerto Rican, yeah. so there was an accent with this. What is Rukas? Um, like six it. years ago, his yeah. English was still coming um, <laughs> up. Now it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically we were like, ruckus. And he kind of just kept saying it. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, we like this. Yeah. Um, so then you know we, we searched around to see if there was any uh, anyone who had that name. And they didn't. Um, yeah, it's very punk rock. It's very, it was, and that's yeah, kind of what... Created insurgent something, I don't know. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. We didn't feel like anyone was expecting us to start a company, yeah. um, and they weren't. I mean, people were kind of like, <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> you guys are doing what? That's and that, you, you nailed it. Like, punk rock was kind of yeah. the thing. Um, that's how I felt about it. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty, like... I don't know. I've, I've I've got a punk rock band. I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of the What's lifestyle the that name? I love. The band's name is Houdini's. Okay, and you guys play out all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it, at least once a month. Yeah. yeah. And where do you usually play? Uh, we just played at the Gaslight. Okay. Um, before that, we were at Heavy Anchor. Okay. So you know, some. What's your? What do you play? I sing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I knew that. Maybe I did. That's awesome. Thanks. So you're living the punk rock lifestyle in addition to repping the punk rock. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I like yeah, I, I, I'd like to think so. I mean, it's it's pretty different. Like, I feel like um, Marin, who used to work for us, yeah. I think she summed it up pretty well. She's like, from nine to five, you're Michael. From you know, after five, you're Mikey, and that's kind of pretty <laughs> there you true. Go. Pretty true to life. Like, uh, it's kind of blended though i feel yeah. like most people who know me like i can't really keep those worlds apart yeah. anymore it's kind of like it's all merging either together. take it or leave it that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome so you so you get this thing going was there a moment when you realized this was gonna work because everyone talks i think that your first year of anything is kind of a magical thing when you look back on it and you have some perspective now and you you had said oh it was so much fun even though i'm sure it was a day-to-day are we gonna make it there's probably this this wonder of, oh, we are making it. I can't believe it. And then there's this point where you're like, oh, I think this is all going to work out. Right. Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, so first of all, yes, it was a, a lot of fun and a yeah. blast, but it was also hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's right. no other way to say it's, that. It like, was hell. It's both. It, it is yeah. everything. I mean, you laugh, you cry. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Starting with businesses. You're on the couch in fetal position one moment and ce- and celebrating like crazy. The, the highest most. highs, yeah. the lowest lows. Yeah, yeah so it's pretty insane. I remember all of that. Um, but yeah, I think when – so we came over to our new space. We left the monkey building, yeah. came over to where we are now, 317 North 11th Street, Louderman Building. Um, we had the first half of the floor. Yeah. When we took over the second half of the floor, yeah. and um, at that point, yeah. uh, I really kind of was like, "Wow, we this is going to stay. Like yeah. this is not going away." Yeah, people were really excited about it. Um, not just you know friends and family, but you know agencies that yep. we work with. Yep. 
clients that we work with, um, they're like, this is a great thing. You kind of saw immediately once that happened, um, we were able to, to do, to run our business differently. Mm -hmm. Like we, we no longer were cramping ourselves. You know, we could Mm -hmm. actually move around, which I think is, is important for the creative process to be able to move around a little bit, have a brainstorming meeting, Mm -hmm. you know, um, whether that's casually, happening um around you know that the island bar that mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm, on the other mm-hmm. side or if that's more in a conference room or whatever yep. but the fact that we have a conference room yeah. now we can you know have our clients over and have yeah. a whole creative meeting together um they can invite their clients over that really put us into in, in my perspective yeah. a different league yeah um where you know i i i personally um was like all right this is this, this is, is the real deal. This yeah. is solid. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I guess at this point, I'm kind of looking at that again and saying, all right, it's time to really, you know, really get aggressive with it. Yeah. And, and that's kind of uh, everything with Ruckus has been very organic yeah. over the years, yeah. um, very much kind of this slow growth that's yep. been happening over the years. Yep. And, um, now it's kind of a point where I feel like, all right, we've got our key players in yeah. place. Now it's time to get a little, little more aggressive. It's another time for risk because once I'm not being risky, I'm not being me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think Nick and Edgar are the same way. Like we need to kind of just change need, things up. Need to have some chips on the table. Yeah, absolutely. What's, uh, so what, what do you see that looking like? What, what, in what form does that look like to you? So, yeah, good question. Um, I think, you know, in the most immediate form, it was bringing on uh, Gabe DeWaren, who is actually running audio for us He's right now. He's in the room right now. <laughs> He's okay. in the room. Um, that was about, you know, uh, I mean. So you got a sound guy. You got yeah. A sound, I see a little sound box over there. That's big. That's right. So sound design. The, yeah. And the latest thing will be really kind of, um, you know, outfitting the room a bit more mm-hmm. to... Gabe's liking, yep. um, trying to, you know, it's an element of posts yep. that is so huge. It's an element of production yep. that's so huge. And it's an element that, um, you know, we've always had, but now it's time to really invest into it now yep. that we have a full-time person. Yep. So that's one of the more immediate things. I think constantly for me, it is um, upping the ante of our offerings um, when it comes to what we do, getting more, more and more niche with what we do. Um, high profile uh, video is mm-hmm. what we do. Mm-hmm. So whether that's going to be for web or for Netflix or mm-hmm. for TV, I mean, it doesn't matter where it's going for us. Right. It's always going to have one quality, which is the best possible output that we mm-hmm. can give it. Mm-hmm. But as a company, we want to keep continuing to push that and push ourselves yeah. to what we can output. So, so the, yeah, and I'm sure in the last six years, the business has radically changed. Just that what what people want: shorter, faster, cheaper, more of it. Right? Yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah, yeah for sure. And what do, what do you see the arc as what, coming from the last six years? And then where where do you see it going? Or what? Um. So. So there's some new technologies yep. that are getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically everything that's able to happen with uh, internet is, to me, one of the biggest things. I mean, 
just as technology is allowing for um, more bandwidth, mm-hmm. faster speeds, then all of a sudden now everyone can have video everywhere. I mean, we yeah. all have now video in our Instagram, yeah. you know, um, Snapchat, which is interesting to see which one of those will win, but yeah. not to get us into a tangent there, right. but um, which one's going to win? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know either. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, Instagram, it's much more open. Yeah. Um, you know, Snapchat. Instagram's hard to stop, but I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't know if I know Snapchat. I can't have a feel for it, but I don't have a feel for it. Like right. Instagram, you sort of get conceptual or I don't know. Just as easy it, it's get. much more open. Um, is that what it is? Yeah. It's a, okay. it's more the open network. And yeah. when it comes to social, whereas Snapchat, you're inviting everyone in that type of thing. Okay. So it's much more close. I think they both serve their own purposes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you're making video free there, who cares? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, um, you know, a lot of what's happened, to, to kind of answer your question a little bit more specifically, that we've seen is we're doing more traditional um, broadcasts, so, okay. you know, talking TV, okay. whereas now the same budgets that we're going towards broadcasts are going towards pre-rolls yeah. um, and in-show yeah. type of work. Yeah. So. That's really what we see happening more mm-hmm. than ever. Um, budgets seem to be um, from where they were in 2010. I mean, yeah. they're, they've grown quite yeah, a bit. Good. I mean, it, it, it's it's exponential how much they've grown. That's what I've seen is the overall trend of you know the kind of going through the line items and in the nickel and diming yep. is less and less That's people good. have really kind of eased up it seems like the good. budgets have started coming back more and more um and now it's kind of I feel like the new technologies, we're kind of seeing where things are going, whether that's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, the VR world and yeah. 360, which yeah. is a new hot And have you thing. shot anything in 360 yet? We haven't shot anything in that's 360, no. Because I got this. I was a digital subscriber to the New York Times, so they sent me the Google Glasses for free. And each week there's an app and they download some new movie that somebody's done in 360. And you know, the last week it's a tank rolling through Fallujah in 360. And it's amazing. But I kept thinking like, how, like I wonder what the format is in an editing studio, and what like how do you edit if you had to put three sixty movies together? Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I uh, can't yeah. quite get my head around. You have this screen, and then how do you figure out what's around you to put all of it together? Yeah, so um, basically you're doing a lot of stitching, okay. and um, you're essentially having like you know six or more cameras. Yeah. Um, that you're working with. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It, it's pretty interesting. You have to think about things in a whole different way. Totally, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, but you watching this, you're like, this is the future because it's so amazing. It is. Yeah, and it, it's it's, like, oh I'm hearing almost all of uh, clients asking about it. Yep, not yep. not quite sure if they're going to get into it, totally. but they're all asking. They're like, yep. you know, can you do 360? Yeah. And um, So can you? If someone came and said, we, we want to do something in 360, could you post it? Like figure out how to do it here? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. we're actually doing 360 as we speak. Oh, you are? But I okay. can't speak to the details of you the project. You can't. It's a secret. That's <laughs> okay. Exactly. But when it's not secret, you'll let us know. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get it out there. I oh, mean, good. that's a big thing with us is to get the work in front of people. Yeah. Um, that's been one of the biggest successes for us is showing the work that mm-hmm. we do. Um, 
and it's referral business that's coming from people who work with us yeah. who are having a positive experience, which I would hope that most any business yeah, that's, that's how what they're, they're after. Yeah, totally. exactly. That's funny. for sure. And and are you you're in the ad club? You're the man. I actually am not the man. No. Uh, Were you the man? Uh, yes, I was the man. <laughs> <laughs> the man of ad club. That's right. They up kicked in- you out or you resigned? Um, you had to hang up the hat? No, it was it was basically my turn to uh, pass on yeah. the baton. And Who's I, the new person? So it's now Jake Ettinger. Okay. Yeah, so Jake Ettinger is the new president of the ad club. That was as of uh, July 5th. 14th, okay. I believe, or 19th. Did you enjoy that experience? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was great. It Good. was um, so my predecessor would have been or um, would have been Rhonda uh, Reese. Yes, and she was basically Rhonda Reese was. Uh, she said something really cool. She's like, you know, I'm looking for future leaders, and you know, that's kind of what I see in you. I want to put you in this um, just so you know it's going to be a ton of work yeah. <laughs> and a ton of thankless work yeah a lot of volunteer yeah. work yeah thankless work but um, you'll be better for it in the yeah. end the community industry will be better having you have gone through this yeah. so um, you know the it, it changed me for sure yeah. in, a, in a positive way oh, good. Um in a way that you know, were you cynical towards it when you started, and and now more see the value of it? Or, um, or? I I've always seen the value of it. Okay. I've been involved with um, the ad club. Well, that's me. I'm sorry. I was talking about me. That was cynical. <laughs> now I'm not as cynical. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I've been involved with them for about seven years. Yeah, good. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that I learned from it was that the playing field really is equal. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I think before becoming the president of the ad club, I was a little more intimidated around people who were older than me, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or had more experience Mm -hmm. in the industry than me. And after I'm not. And, and, and so basically you realize everyone's just as full of shit as you are. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Is it, we're all kind of like trying to figure it out at the same time. Totally. We're, um, you know, you find your allies. There's some people who are going to be, you know, on the other side of it. Yeah. And that's everyone. Everyone's trying to figure it out, yeah. right? And, and yeah. everyone's trying to, um, you know, better the community. And I think that's that's really was one of my biggest takeaways mm-hmm. is that now I can go into a uh, meeting of 25, 30 mm-hmm. adults and yeah. – look him in the eye and feel like, you know what, my opinion matters. Yeah. And and that's really, I think, a very valuable thing that um, came from that. Yeah, that that's came awesome. out of that. Yeah. And, you know, um, that's beautiful. Yeah, hopefully, I, I don't think Jake uh, needs that as much um, because he's further along, I feel like, yeah. in his career and yeah. his positioning. Um, but He's He'll so buttoned up. up. He, yeah. He's like so buttoned up. The the first so it's uh, the anti punk rock ad club president <laughs> Jake. Well, the first meeting is uh, was slightly more buttoned up. Than, okay, he's running. Okay, so and if you're going to that tomorrow, it'll yeah. be exciting to figure out. And his yeah, it'll be great. His notes um, were extremely thorough. Yeah. And he, he actually shot him <laughs> over to me. He's like, you know, hey, I'm going to put this in front of everyone. What do you think? And like, 
before I had a chance to respond, he put them out there, and I'm like, once I saw him, I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, like, wow, people like, are, you're already beating me. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. I well, it's mean, different style. It's it is. Different it style. is. That's it all. is. It's it's different, but um, so, but here's what I'd love to know: in your opinion of the St. Louis scene as the president, you probably get to see. Probably have a perspective of what's going on in St. Louis, how we're doing as a scene, our, our marketing, advertising, content-making scene. You think we're up, down, growing, in a good position to succeed in the future? Where do you think we're headed? So are you talking like compared to other markets? Yeah, or? just compared to maybe where we've been in the last five years. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would say that we're definitely up. Yeah, um, is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot more of um, the community kind of working together, the industry kind of okay. working together. Yep. Um, it still has a long way to go. I mean, there's still, I think, um, I don't know what, what. There's still a little bit of of oh yeah, you know, I want my shop to do better than yours and that type of mentality. Whereas. Yeah. Um, that's what another takeaway from ad club that I get is, and, and it took me a while to really understand it, but you really do want everyone to do well because it will, um, you're going to benefit from that too. So that's kind of, I guess, you know, what I've That's a hard thing to get some people to believe on a, in a case by case basis, but I believe that's true. Right? It raises all boats for a marketplace. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of um, thinking, of, thinking of people more as, uh, you know, to use a coin term, frenemies yeah. rather than enemies. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it's sure you wanted that job that yeah. they got instead of yeah. you. But yeah. at the same time, congratulate them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and tell them when their work's done well. And if that's as small as just liking something in social media, whatever it might be. Um, but we all have counterparts at other shops and those people are good. And we know that because Mm -hmm. we would hire them if we had the opportunity to. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a thing of just, you know, bringing the whole, um, the middle class up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, let's all be one percenters together. <laughs> that's funny. And you can vote for Michael on November 7th. Yeah, that's beautiful. Go. That's beautiful. No, but I mean, to your, to your question yeah. about, um, where things are going, yeah. St. Louis, uh, in my opinion, has an extremely strong creative scene. Yeah. Um, Production scene, I can speak to even more so because I'm part of that. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy to me just how strong it is, yeah. and and you really see that when you start getting out of St. Louis into other markets. Um, another, you know, to name some other markets. I mean, Denver mm-hmm. is crazy. We all know that mm-hmm. how um, how strong um, their creative industry is. Yeah. I, I for ourselves, I mean, I think it goes back to AB yeah. uh, being here, and that's why it is. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't understand that; they don't know why we have. I yeah. mean, I don't know if all the people that are in the scene even think about it, but it's like think about why is why does that exist in the middle of America in a town with an arch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Why do we have this crazy creative scene? And really, that's why yeah. uh, because of AB, yeah. because of all the people who've spun off out of there. Um, 
and created their own shops yeah. and that just keeps happening over time. So yeah. the work that I'm seeing, it continues to get stronger and stronger. Um, you know, I think people are, are able to uh, partner easier with other firms or other resources. So what I mean by that is whether it's, um, you know, whether it's an agency hiring another agency, mm-hmm. even though they have, the same or similar offerings, yeah. but they see strengths in them yeah. working together. Um, everything is, is kind of making that a lot easier to have happen because of the things I was talking about earlier of what's happening with bandwidth, what's happening with being able to share content yeah. and things like that. Um, and so I think ultimately it's affecting, uh, the end, um, product. Yeah. Do you guys, and I know a lot of production houses, work directly with clients and work a lot with agencies. And I think it used to be that production houses strictly wanted to work through agencies and didn't want to dip their toe in that water. But then I think there's a lot of clients that just want to work with production houses. Right. They just want to make some videos and not go through an agency. Right. For whatever reason. And I'm wondering, is your, where do you guys sit on that spectrum? Is it like you half and half or is it? No, we're still like 95% agencies. Agency, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then a few direct few. clients that we work with. Yeah. Um, the direct clients, um, they are certainly, you're correct. A lot of yeah. direct clients are saying, you know, hey, I just want to work with this production yeah, I've written company. my video. Right. I wrote it because I'm here and I need to do this. Right. It happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of educating along the process. Sure. So, of course, that's why a lot of people say I'd rather work with an agency. Yes. Um, because there's- you don't have to educate the agency. You know, right. the agency knows the process. Yeah. And, and that's a great thing. I mean, it's yeah. it's nice. Um, sometimes, though, on the on the flip side of it of working with you know a direct client mm-hmm. is that gives a production company more creative control. Absolutely. Well, that's which the point. Yeah, they you get to you, flex you, a little yeah, bit. You got to you know? be more creative. You got to have a little bit to make pop it up and massage e- it. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. and maybe you're making something um, that can then make the agencies look at you differently. I mm-hmm. remember a while back we did a piece for um, Boston Scientific, and mm-hmm. it was had all this you know really um, high high end 3D work that. At the time, I don't think an agency was going to come to us for that. It, they weren't seeing it in our reel. Yeah. Um, so understandable, you yeah. know, that they're yeah. not going to say like, oh, yeah, hey, I've got this huge budget and make something that you can't show me that you've done before. Right. But, you know, with um, with a direct client, we were able to kind of get that a little bit more yep. um, to happen. Yep. And so then it's like, all right, cool. Now you got a piece to show. Exactly right. That's yeah, cool. and and actually, I, I should I should revert a little bit on that um, to say that there was a producer and writer involved in that in a design firm. So they had an um, agency esque start. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it, totally yeah, cold. Yeah, it wasn't totally cold. Yeah. Um, but that resulted in in a lot of different work. We do um, some work with a couple of others where it is true, just straight to client and. Yeah. It's the same thing. It lets us flex a little bit huh. to where the agency can look at us a little bit different when we put that on our reel. And yeah. they're like, man, who'd you work with on that? And we're like, oh, actually directly with them. And then I think it also tells them like, oh, wait, so we can rely on you a bit more for creative, um, which yeah. is great. Yeah, it, which it, is great. Well, and most agencies really need everyone out there. It's like ideas have become so fast, so complex, so many 
spaces to them that you need an ecosystem of go-to people to help you ferret out everything in all different spaces. And I think having a Cracker Jack production house on your as an agency, you just need your guy. You know, you need people to call. Most lots of agencies are starting to put this in-house, which I don't know. I get it, but there's so much work. I think they can have in-house stuff that gets booked so quick that you end up having to go to production places anyway for anything that a client's paying for. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're Absolutely. doing pitch videos in house. You're doing things you can do, but there's so much of it anyway. Your own social media, just for your agency, takes up your editor's time. That this production, anyway, it's just interesting. I mean, I could speak to it forever. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know anything? Um, yeah. But but really quick, I want to nail you on uh, six years in business. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. We're gonna have a party. Are you? I'm. You're saying this now. Cause you're going to commit to this party. Ivan. Absolutely. Okay. When Absolutely. do you think it's going to be? September. Um, well, it's got to be yes. nice. Actually, you yeah. got to have it outside. Yeah. Yeah. September, I mean, October. Yeah. I want it to be. How a about fall. Design Week? Can I want it to be a, a fall Design party. Week party. We're we're sponsors of Design Week. Okay. Um, You'll have will, something here. We will definitely be having something here. Might be, to could be do, determined. Okay. It could be that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Throw those together. as long as we're not. Um, you know. Taking any thunder away from anyone else because oh, that's always important. Yes, um, but I think you can. I think Design Week's one of those things where the more the merrier. It yeah, seems like that yeah, kind of week. Exactly. Right. I agree. I just gotta <laughs> talk to Tara and, and yeah, Mike yeah. over at Atomic and be yeah, like, "Hey, sure. is it cool if we're doing yeah, something yeah. this night?" You know. Yeah, that's cool. Exactly. All right. Well, good. All right. Well, anything else that you wanted to? Get in there. It was good to talk to you. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, now I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, Absolutely. I know. It was funny. Being here the first year, I remember coming over here and, yeah, always just having such a good time. You guys made great stuff. And we were always pitching together. So right. that was good. Right. And we actually had, I think we did pretty well. If I recall, we did well pitching together. Like, we won whatever we were working on. We ended up winning a lot of that stuff. And which we had a blast. Good. We had a blast. So I, I always enjoyed it. So now, like, you know, I was like, oh, how long have they been? Six years. That's great. So that's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate it. All right. Cool. Thank you. Uh,